Welcome to It's All Fine and Dangy, where we talk about community, health, culture, and all of the big and little things that make life good. Here are your hosts, Dan and Angie. Well, hello out there and welcome to episode number 45. This is the It's All Fine and Dangy podcast, as Bill Files just told you there. He has such a good voice. He really does. And I recently spoke to, well, didn't speak to, but had an email exchange with Bill. Yes. And he is doing well. He is very busy right now. Yeah, he had a busy last year. Yeah, I know. He's, (laughs) he's, uh, I can relate, but he is- I read that uh, email. He's still working on the audio version of my first novel, In the Dark, from the samples he's given me. It's going to be amazing. I'm not surprised. He's got such a great voice. I will be excited to listen to that book in his voice. Oh, me too. Me he too. He has a so, great voice. Anyway, what else is going on? It's freezing. It is cold. It is cold. It we, was like 38 degrees this morning. I know. And you guys up north or in Canada, I know we've got Don't some make fun of listeners us. out there. You're probably <laughs> laughing, but for us, that's cold. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's we're here in Central Florida where we're always recording and it's... Um, like our little winter, our, our little winter stint, which lasts maybe a week. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works in Florida. It's the time where you just, you should go camping, but you do not have enough of the right clothing to go oh, camping it, in Florida. You know, what's funny. I, I have done it in uh, the, oh, in the freezing too. temperatures with Rachel when she was with the Girl Scouts and we all went and it, well, actually that was the Boy Scouts with Jacob, but she was with us and this was roughing it out in the actual woods with no power, no water. <laughs> oh, and it was that's real freezing. camping. <laughs> I remember this because Rachel was probably maybe four and she woke up in the middle of the night and said she had to go to the bathroom. And of course, the bathrooms were like a hike from the tent. Oh, no. So I had to get Jacob up too. We all went to the bathrooms freezing. I had to get everybody dressed. You know, we in the bathrooms freezing. <laughs> we get back to the tent. We're all bundling back up. And we all got back in our sleeping bags. And little Rachel says, Daddy, I'm cold. So I took her out of her sleeping bag. You got a picture of this. Uh-huh. It zipped her up in my sleeping bag with me. <laughs> and just as she's finally falling asleep, I took a deep breath and the zipper of the, I'll never forget, the zipper of the, um, sleeping, bag. Of the sleeping bag unzipped down the middle of my back. Oh, <laughs> And I just left it like that and stayed cold just so I didn't have to wake her back up. But anyway. Such a good daddy. <laughs> I just remembered that. That was that yeah. was a really fun trip. So my um my firstborn niece, Aubrey, Aubrey turned 13 this past weekend. Very nice. That's awesome. She's a little teenager now. I know, man. It comes and goes. Yeah. She's a teenager for the first year and my son's on his last year. That's right. Yeah. 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 Because he just... Turn 19. Yeah, That's right. It's holy crazy. moly, time flies. I've been around for a while. Whatever. <laughs> Whenever you say that, remember, I've been around longer. <laughs> so you had a funny story that you had to tell me about the Popeye chicken lady or something? Oh, the Popeye. Yes. So there was a lady on Family Feud, and the question that came up was, what is Popeye's favorite food? And they were talking about Popeye the Sailor Man, which is spinach, right? Of course. And she screams out chicken. So Uh, she lost like 10 or 15 grand on that question. But what made it especially funny, besides just that, you know, she was thinking of Popeye's chicken. thinking of Popeye's chicken. Popeye's (laughs) chicken, the company, heard about this. I guess it went somewhat viral, and they've given her a voucher for $10,000 worth of food. Oh, gosh. Which, She'll never eat that in her I whole know, life, probably. Know, right? That's pretty amazing, though. It is, yeah. Not quite fifteen grand, but hey. That would have been better, though. 
It would have been better. It's like free advertisement that this she gave them. I mean, <laughs> uh, hey, I'll take some free Popeyes chicken, even though we're not we're not allowed to eat that anymore. I don't like it. Isn't I know. That mean. I love I, fried I don't chicken. Like fried chicken. I love it. Love it. Grill me some chicken up. That is what I like. I had a little get together with some friends and we did like a little get together and did uh, vision boards. Very nice. I saw that. It was very cool. So we're going to, we're doing one of those before the end of the month, but I wanted to do like a personal one. Sure. You know, because otherwise that board can be just woo, a little Huge. overwhelming. Yeah. Um, and I got a little emotional when I did it. Really? Yeah, a couple people there did, so I wasn't the only one. Why? Just because it seems like you're putting it into motion, or? Um, because I kn- because let me tell you why. Because I noticed that I um, I don't take care of myself very well. Oh, really? Yes, I don't do a lot of self care. Well, I you should preach to other people about it, but I don't do it myself. You, when I met you, you were doing a lot of self care. So I see was. what happened. Yes. I'm, I'm over here razzing you and I do none. <laughs> Zero. Because we're both like that. We We put others before ourselves. Yep. And you get caught up in it. Sure. Right? You just want to make sure everybody else is okay before you're okay. Yep. And it, I'm not saying like I've got to be this person that like I got to go out three times a week and have time to myself. Yeah. It's not like But that. you do need some time. It's like silly things like, or not even silly, but getting outside more. Oh, sure. You know, simple things. But that, not doing that drives you crazy. It does drive me crazy. Yeah. So simple things like that. Um, and I have it in in the closet right where I get my clothes out every day. So every morning I can see it. Yep. And I have been actually writing the things down every day and doing it. Oh, good for you. So you notice I've been getting outside. I've been doing a little bit of exercise it. as much as I can. Did you try that done app by chance? I haven't. I think I'm going to download it that and try so it. It is so simple, and it just pokes you every day to say, hey, did you do that thing? But you know what I am finding with myself, Dan? And I know you're going to hate this because you love technology, and I do love technology for when you're on the go. Sure. But paper does better for me. I got you. There's a lot of people like that. I have these little post-its it's spatial all awareness. That's yeah. right. Crossing things off. Yep. And, you know, I just finished reading this book, Ula. I started this like last year. Yes. <laughs> But I finished it because one of my goals was 30 minutes every day. And that's one of the things they encourage you to do is actually write it. And I was doing this before I got to that chapter. But write it down and cross it out. There's a... And you cross stuff out as you're using your technology. Um, But I I thought that was a good idea. That's a great idea. It kind of reinforced what I was already doing. And I I was like, okay, so people are being very successful in doing this handwritten type stuff. So. Well, I hear that that doesn't surprise me. And when I uh, I went to a leadership forum at a tech conference a couple of years ago, and this was a um, a day of all like the owners and CIOs and managers, and it was kind of us working together as a fictitious company. But as we're putting ideas together, one of the th- there's actually a method for this, and I wish I could think of the name of it. Maybe I'll find it and put it in the show notes. But you basically take something like an 11 by 17 white piece of paper, mm-hmm. and then you put you stick post-it notes to that piece of paper after you write on them, and then you're stacking these pages, and then you pin them all into like a cork board. But it gives you spatial awareness of where the different ideas were, and as you're moving the post-its around, it all sounds very silly, 
but it, it really does have a value where it's easier to remember that the upper left-hand corner is where the first best ideas were. It's like a hand-eye coordination something. thing, and it has to do with memory. It's like those little flip games that yep. you used to do with the cards when you sure. were kids. Yeah. So there's, I'm sure there's science now, behind Now, it. this is where I'm going to go techie again on it, because I have an app that has the ability to take these little Post-its and stick them on a bigger piece of paper. And I've been using that, too. Oh, have you? So oh, I have been using the Post-its. So it's like I have the post-its everywhere. I have them on yep. my computer screen. Yep. And those have a little bit of different, like those are my to-dos. Sure. But I've also been doing a to-do list. I've got it all over the place. So yeah, I know. Like, I see them around reminder, the house. Reminder, reminder, reminder. I know. And I do funny joke ones around the house, like uh, put the little post-its on the pickles in the fridge and say, please ask Dan to eat these for the 20th <laughs> <You're> time. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> but anyways, well, oh. I, I'm glad that you are working towards your goals still. And I think you need to take some time for yourself. And I'm not trying to be hypocritical, but I would like to see you take more time for some self-care because I know with the surgery and everything, you can not can be able to do as much outside. And for you, that keeps you from going nutty. For me, you could put me in front of a computer and I will be just fine. Uh-uh. So we're a little different that way. <laughs> we are. But I spe- need nature. <laughs> I, speaking of, you know, me too. And I feel like I'm fighting a cold right now. I know a lot of you guys are dealing with colds and it's I've heard upper everybody. upper respiratory has been going around, I oh, think. So terrible. But I will prevail. And I, this past weekend, got my new books done. I should say my previous novels done, but with uh, new covers all the new blurbs updated, new printer, books are on the way. I think I mentioned this in the last episode, but I'm especially excited because I've got all of that now completed. So as soon as I get my proof, which should be here within the next couple of days, I will be updating everything everywhere, Amazon, Audible, Apple, Barnes & Noble, my own bookstore, and then Barnes & Noble brick and mortar book signing. That'll be my next thing and my, one of my big goals this year. So I know you've been working really hard on that. Thank you. I'm really excited, but I did find out that our good friend and previous guest on It's All Fine and Dangy, M.G. Unger, he is having a book signing at Barnes & Noble in Altamont Spring in May. So as we get a little closer, I will give more details around the date and the time, and we are definitely going to go up there and see yeah. him, but I'm very excited for him. And maybe we can uh, post his episode Oh, There's yeah. a link in this one so that if anybody oh, wants to check it out, they idea. can. That is a great idea. His novel is a science fiction novel. It's called Divided and Enhanced 2024, I, I think, think it so. is. Yeah. I might not have the year right, uh, but you'll find it on his page. It's yeah. uh, M.G. Unger and uh, really good stuff. I also want to give a shout out to Jennifer and Mike Fox. Yes. And... So their son started the little chicken farm. With and of course they oven. help with it, the pasture chickens. Sure. And they are looking into starting an egg stand. What's an egg stand? So you know how there's like a food truck? Sure. On their property, they're looking at putting a little stand that's to sell the eggs. So people can just drop by and buy yes, eggs. So it becomes a known location to, for where they can get the eggs instead of setting up at a farmer's market sure. or something like that. And it will also kind of drive business to Fox Valley Farm and Hop Yard. That's right. Um, draw people in that's because you know they're going to be doing the orchard thing. They've got all sorts of, you know, the Hop Yard there. So yeah. I think that's really cool. Oh, I do too. And their son's starting a business. This little I entrepreneur. Know, I love that. And, you know, being responsible and um, doing raising chickens responsibly. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. You know, he's no doing it the right way. 
Well, that's awesome. So I think that's I great. So that. shout out to them no because doubt. that is hopefully coming soon. I told her to keep me posted. We got a chance to see them again recently, and I got a chance to sit down with Mike. I didn't see Jennifer much. I think she was in the house with the ladies, but he and I probably talked for 30 minutes or 45 minutes, and they're so interesting, both of yeah. them. It's, uh, yeah, it's, they, uh, they have a great story. Oh, they do. And they just, just conversationally, they're yeah. just very interesting people. Yes, so anyway, we're talking about uh, goals for this year, and I talked about I've been working on my book at least 20 minutes a day, usually an hour or more. I've been using that done app to track it. I know it's a digital thing, but it's been working for me. Awesome. We've also been working on that no sugar diet thing, and I feel like um, I am 90% no sugar. I didn't go crazy like I did last year, yeah. and I had better results last year, but I also felt like it was more of a struggle. So, we were really strict last year, though, man. Yeah, right? I know. But, well, I mean, we I still am. Like, I just got back from the grocery store, and we read every box in there to make sure we didn't get anything with sugar. That's the way we are. It's really but hard, though, right? It is hard. But when we went to a cookout this past weekend, I didn't stress about it too yeah. much. And that's the freedom that I think is going to help me to be some more it's successful. learning balance. Yeah. It's kind of what we all need to do. Now, at the same time, I need you to ring the shame bell, like, from... Uh, from uh, Shame. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yes. <laughs> because I have done exactly zero push-ups. Yeah. And I said I was going to do them. So I, I got to keep I mentioning that. Today. I know. I got to get myself on the hook for that. It's yeah. not that I um, really don't want to do it. I just find that by the time I'm ready, I'm tired. And I, you got to do them in the morning. I probably You've do. You got to do them in the morning before yeah. you start anything. Even your coffee. Because as soon as you sit down with the coffee, that's like... You're, you're, you're settled in. So you know I really I mean? need, I, right now I get up about 10 minutes before I have to take Rachel, which is like 6.20 in the morning. So I just need to get out here at 6 a.m., do some just push-ups do and then go. And they I'm take gonna, literally seconds, like a minute maybe. That might be better too, because I won't be embarrassed in front of you if I can only do like two. <laughs> so we'll start with that. Whatever. We'll start with that. But that's one of my goals. And I will be setting up a podcast for our friends yes. from My Favorite Things this uh, next week or two. I'm starting to order the equipment. Yep. I'm thrilled to help them put that together. And, uh, you know, I think I've learned a lot from this one. And I feel mm -hmm. like we've gotten better and better as far as the quality. And I'm excited to do that for somebody else and kind of help them get it yeah. together. And it got me thinking that if you are thinking of setting up a podcast... Give us a call or an email. We'll leave the number of the email at the end of the show. And I would love to give you some tips or maybe even help you put it all together. So anyway, that's uh, that's been fun. It's been yeah. fun kind of getting all that together. And now I feel like I know it enough to where it's not as much trial and error as it is. This is what you need. This is how you do it. It's very simple the way we do it. All right. Well, that was very nice of you. Well, guys, that is it for this and that. But please stick around because we have a very inspiring interview coming up with Miss Karen Smith. Oh, so, she was awesome. Yes. So we will see you in a minute. Welcome back, everyone. In our studio today, we are joined with a very special guest who is here to help inspire you to reach and exceed any goals that you have set for this new year. 
She has an incredible story to share about her own health and wellness journey, and we are so excited to welcome Miss Karen Smith today. Thank you so much for joining us here in our new studio. Yes, thank, thank you, you for inviting me. You are welcome. Well, you do have an incredible story, and we are so excited to share it with everybody. But first, tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe some personal stuff if you want to get personal. Okay. My name is Karen Smith. I am 41 years old, born and raised in Mobile, Alabama, but I've been here for the last 17 years, I believe. Oh, so you're, you're so local So you're now. pretty much a Floridian, yes. yeah. <laughs> I have an identical twin sister. Oh, wow. Whose name is Sharon, and I am the third youngest to 10. You um, have a large family. That is a big yes. family. All girls or a mixture? Mixture. All right. All right. More girls than boys, though. Oh, you yeah, outnumbered them. <laughs> <laughs> And I have sickle cell anemia, and I am an account specialist for a major um, brokerage form, firm here in um, Orlando. But I have a passion for technology, so I oh, love now you're speaking you and my Dan, language. right? Yes. There you go. And all its components, from software to hardware. Oh, we could to talk everything. for hours. Oh, I might need to go in the other room, guys. I'm <laughs> totally lost. I'm not even lying. <laughs> I love watching movies, and I love going to the movies. So my pastime on the weekends, I usually go see maybe two, three movies a weekend. Oh wow! Oh, that's awesome. Do so, you have the uh, the movie pass? Thing? Yes, Did I do. Okay, I the AMC smart one. Oh, that is. And great. what is your favorite type of movie? I don't have a favorite type. No, nope, you it just, just depends on the movie. All right. Oh, what about actor? Martin Lawrence. I love Will Smith. I, oh, I oh, love did you see uh, Bad Boys Three yet? Is it? Is out it come yet? out yet? It come oh, out next Friday. Oh, I can't wait to see. Oh, that yeah, one. that one's gonna be great. I would consider myself a gym gym rat. I've been. I go to the gym <laughs> twice a day, Monday through Friday. Yes, oh, she does. And then I go at least once on Saturdays and Sundays. Every, every yeah. so often I'll take a break, um, but not that wow. often. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, she really does. And I have her on my Apple Watch, and she never sees my rings get filled, but I see hers t- twice a day, like twice a day, literally. I'm like, oh, there goes Karen again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's amazing how much dedication you have. I love to dance. I love journaling. Ooh, I love poetry, and I love singing. Not that I'm the best singer, but I love singing. So oh, very nice. Well, Dan will show you a little clip of me singing earlier when, before you leave. I certainly will. <laughs> I like to film when Angie starts singing around the house. But you said journaling, just, like daily journaling? Yes. Oh, very cool. So do you get creative with your journals as far yes. as like the little... I spent uh, hundreds of dollars on stickers. Oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> and pens and markers, everything. Cool, sure. cool. Um, and have you ever tried those... Have you seen those dotted journals that they do where you kind of, there's a bunch of little dots on the page and then you kind of like make your own, own, what you want a journal page or a calendar to look like. Have you no, seen those? Seen I'll have integrated. to look those up after we're done and, and um, share them with you. They're really interesting. Yeah. And I just like spending time with my family and friends. I love laughing and just l- loving life. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. That's what it's all about. That's right. All right. So. Speaking of your life and loving your life, when did you decide that you wanted to become more healthy or start a journey towards exercise and and living more of a healthy lifestyle? Well, the first time I started was in 2013. And in um, 2013, two of my friends that were my coworkers, they used to come every morning and open their front door. They um, stay over in the Doyle's apartment Uh and used to let me in to work out there. And oh, then, so you didn't have to have a membership. You no. just <laughs> said, hey, friends. Yes. I mean, but it was every Monday through Friday, five o'clock in the morning, one of them would come oh down. But they'll go back to their rooms and go back to sleep. <laughs> but they'll let me in, let me work out. And That's they, awesome. They had to come back to let me out. 
Oh, they, well, that's, you that's to, pretty heavy-duty dedication there, too, because you don't have people working out with you. You're still doing yeah. it all by yourself. But they were nice friends to come down and let you in and then come back down and let you out. That's mm-hmm. pretty awesome. So you started in 2013. You said the first time. Yes. Meaning that, like, then you stopped and then started again later? Well, life happened. Of and course. Uh-huh. 2014, my mom got really sick. And then she passed away. Oh. So I went through like a bit of depression. Of sure. course, about of course. a year and a half. And um, I stopped going. Right. Mm. And, and it probably would have been the best thing for you through that time. Now that you, now right. you know, Look right? Look at hindsight. It's always yes. the best. Yeah. Yes. So I just stopped and gained pretty much everything that I lost from 2013. <sighs> yeah. It ends some back. <laughs> it comes back so fast, yeah. right? When we, when we stop working for it. So what mot- motivated you to start all over again? Another coworker gave me a pass to the RDV, and um, she just was, um, was like, come take Zumba with me. So I went and took Zumba one oh, day. Oh, you probably loved that. And I fell in love with it. And I, I think I signed up the next day. Oh, so how then cool I signed up the next day. But I wasn't serious about it, you know, because yeah. I just like dancing. Yeah. But then I liked the classes, and then the people I met, I, I liked them. So mm-hmm. I just... It was more like a community place, yeah. like a social oh, yeah. place. Of course. So I went to hang out with my friends. So. <laughs> exactly. I think that can be a big part of it, though. We've talked about that before. That's, that sort of helps build a support system when you have people that you're you're going to see people. It's like your social hub. Mm-hmm. Is that where yeah. you work out now, RDV? Yes. Oh, oh yes, yeah, she nice. does. See, that's why I have this right here. But it wasn't like 2018 in May, I decided that I wanted to go all in. Yeah. And oh, all okay. in was my theme was like, you know, I work in investments and I think about how people spend money and put money in the stuff and right. then the return they get. So yeah. I was like, what if I do the exact same thing to my life? Yeah. What would happen if I go in all in for 30 days? So May to June, I went in 30 days. I read a lot of stuff. I started trying to learn about intermittent fasting, keto, just trying yeah. to figure out what works Which for me. Which is right for uh-huh. you, yeah. And then when July came, I had lost like 40 some pounds. Wow. So I wow. said, well, I'm going to go 30 more days. So 30 more days came. <laughs> people started saying, oh, my gosh, how much weight has you lost? And I'm like, okay, let's go 30 more days. Yeah. And before you know it, I'm at like 268 days now. So Wow. wow. Well, there's the motivator. There's that support system again. <laughs> I think you certainly deserve credit for, you know, uh, being so self-governed and having yeah. such self-control. That's a trouble I have sometimes. Yeah. But most people have, don't have that, <laughs> right? But you have to give props to your to your support system for sure. You know, for sure, that's a big part of it. Yeah, and I think too becoming mentally mature, yeah. like realizing what works and what doesn't work for you. You know, right. not really yeah. doing the same thing, expecting the same results. Yeah. So just trying to figure it out. Like I tried a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff did not work for me. Yeah. A lot of stuff I gained weight on. A lot of stuff I just. Yeah, you have to find the fit. Just yeah. like um, we interviewed a, another local gym here earlier today, and it's all about falling in love with the place that you go to because not everybody likes um, Zumba or not everybody likes just yoga or not everybody likes kickboxing. You know what I mean? So you have to find some place where it's like, this is it. Yeah. This is my niche because you're more likely to go back, right? right? And that seems like that's what you found when you went to that first Zumba class. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to be willing to experiment too, I guess, yeah. right? Because yeah. a lot of a lot of people, and I want to say a lot of people, it's people I've talked to, but I think about my own 
mentality around it. You go to all that work to do something, and if it's not getting the results, it's very easy to go, forget this, I'm not working out, yeah. instead of shifting to try something else, you know? But I think it's also people, like the people you're around. You yeah. know, when you have people that come up and say, hey, is it your first time? Let me help you do this. Let me set you up. Let me do this. Yeah. And then that part kind of makes it more yeah, because otherwise you're just standing you around. Come, yeah, but then when you come a second time, it's like, hey, hey, I know you. Hey, you know, right. and they talking to you, so it yeah. made it more comfortable. And after a while, it was like, I'm a regular now. Yeah, yeah. Now you're doing that for other people. Other, probably. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. she is definitely. I love it. So you kind of talked about that in the beginning. It wasn't like you set these specific goals. You just kind of it. It kind of organically came about that. Okay, I'm gonna do that 30 days. Okay, now I'm gonna try another 30 days. But when you got a little bit into it, when did you really start really setting goals for yourself as far as specifics? Well, you want to know how I got to the goals or the goals that I set? The goals that you set. And then, yeah, explain how you got to how you reached them. Well, it's a sad story how I really, really started working out was um, having sickle cell. I had the first stage of congestive heart failure. I had neuropathy really bad. Mm. And that year I was in the hospital about 18 times, about 140 some days total. Wow. And this particular time I went to the doctor to do a follow up. And the nurse needed to take my weight. Told me to get on the scale. Couldn't read it. She said, get out. Told me to get back on the scale. She couldn't read it. She told me to get out. Got back on the scale. She couldn't read it. So eventually she kind of just pushed me off and was like, oh, you're just too big for the scale. Oh. So, oh. oh. That was, um, you know, a little it was, harsh. It was. A little harsh. <laughs> but it was also reality. You yeah. Know? yeah. So it yeah. hurt my feelings, you yeah, know, and it crushed me some. But then yeah. I decided right then, like, you know what? I'm going to take control of my life because... I can't spend another year with 147 days in the hospital. Of course. You know, and then I was like, oh, I got to figure out a way. If I'm at the beginning stages of congestive heart failure, that's how my mom died. Yeah. So I'm like, I want to live. So that sure. was the motivating for me to. You so know, it was like a, a serious wake up call. Right. Like, really? Okay. Now we're not joking around anymore. Right. So then the goals I set was my first goal was like, oh, I just want to run 30 minutes on the trail nonstop. Right. Okay. And then you know, eventually. and that seems like a very easy goal. You know, okay, that's doable. It's realistic, right? Yeah. I, I don't want to say it's easy though. No. <laughs> no it took me a minute. Yeah. yeah. So you started with walking first, or how did you? How no, did you? Get I didn't the- set realistic goals at first. Oh, you, you know, didn't. Some okay. Of my goals was like crazy. <laughs> like you're not gonna accomplish that in three months or two months. Like, like I really was thinking I can lose a hundred pounds in three months. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, like then you start anything, learning. You know, but not really even knowing nutrition. Like mm-hmm. I just thought if. If I go to the gym every day and I, you know, go hard, I'm going to lose 100 pounds in three right, months. You right. know, yeah. so me- learning that mental maturity yeah. part mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. But Oh, that's what you mean by mental maturity. Yeah. That's absolutely true. And I think when I first met you, your calories were very low that you were intaking. Yes. Think, and then I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's eat a lot more every day because you're in the gym three times a day. And you're like, uh-uh, I can't eat that much. Yeah, because you, you have to eat have a the calories bit. to burn. You'll pass out, right? Yeah. Well, you just you get kind of stagnant, right? When yeah. you're not giving your your body kind of what it needs. Um, so I think everybody. What I get from that too is everybody has their own different breaking point when they decide I'm gonna I'm gonna mm-hmm. change it. Um, I think for me, what drove me was you know when you're gaining weight, you Eventually, you have to buy bigger clothes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And th- for some reason, that we've talked about this before too, but that's when I feel like you have a decision to make because you have to either go out and say, 
I just accept the fact that I'm gaining weight. I'm going to buy more clothes. Or you're like, no, I'm going to at least stay in the clothes I'm in. So I have to yeah. do something to stay in them. But it, everybody has a different degree of how serious it needs to be before they decide I, that's it. I'm but sometimes you try to wear them same clothes, yeah. you know, and they tight and they squeeze it. You got I, all the I little lines I can relate. in your stomach because you can't breathe. Yeah. You know, yeah. but a funny story about that too. In my old apartment, my closet fell. And of course, I called the maintenance people to fix the closet. And the man came. He said, the reason why your closet keep falling is because you your clothes are so heavy because they're so big. So he put a pipe oh, in to the hold middle. the closet up. <laughs> and that, too, was like, you know, my uh, sister It gets your brain thinking. Yeah, uh-huh. like, yeah. Is my clothes really that heavy? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's um, How did you hold yourself accountable when you set those goals? I mean, it sounds like you were pretty much just going, going, going right when you started. But... Those mornings that were maybe you felt a little sick um, from sickle cell or something like that. What kept you motivated to keep going? My friends, the friends like at those, the gym, the support, the accountability partners that were called and be like, "Hey, where you are? Are you coming today? Are you not coming? Okay, you need to rest today. Take a day off. You know, things like that." Yeah. And then also, I like you said, I tracked everything. So everything I track, I kind of do check marks or I put a date saying, "Oh, by this date, I want to do this." Right. Uh-huh. And then I'll go and see where my where I'm in my, am I on tag on target. You know, in progress, or I'm completed, and see where I'm at when right. I'm going. Right. Yeah. So, that, two things that accountability partners. I love that term. Is that a term like from the gym, or just what you guys call each other? Just what I call them. Oh, yeah. I love it. That's I don't know tr- if they call me that, but that's what I call them. Well, that's yeah. a great term. That's I think a term that a lot of gyms use. Oh, do they? Yeah, okay. because you. It can just be somebody else that comes to a class that you always go to. I yeah. mean, it can be a member, it can be a personal trainer, it can be somebody at the gym that's used to seeing you. Other, you know. The person handing out towels to you that they see you all the time. And when you're not there on your regular um, scheduled appearance, we may say when they're used to seeing you, they're like, oh, wait a minute. Wait so those are the minute. people that would normally call you. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's not, great. It's not but, like they're being a drill sergeant or something, but it's like a, it's a refreshing just sure. reminder. Right? Kind of, sort of, but maybe not. <laughs> well, to me, I make it makes it, whether it's true or not, it makes it feel like somebody cares. So that's yeah. what would make me want to go. Also, I noticed you're wearing an Apple watch and you said you like to track your progress. Do you use your watch for that? I'm just curious because you said you're into technology. I use both. I have oh. an Apple watch and a Fitbit. Oh, oh wow. Nice. I wear both. That so what, is commitment. What's the difference between the two that, like, is there one you like for something a, a little better than the other? Yes, I like the Fitbit for steps. Yep. And then I like the Apple Watch for, you. so you all can know what I'm doing every day. So we see your rings. <laughs> so you Thank you very much, Karen. Yes. Very nice. But the RDV didn't didn't have a platform for the Apple Watch when, oh, um, that's when right. I first yeah. started. Yep. And they give you points for your steps. So that's why I always wore the Fitbit. Fitbit. Now you're used to it. Yes. Because um, the Apple, I'm going to nerd out for a minute, but the Apple Watch, I think it started last year. It integrates with all the main uh, gym equipment and it does it via Bluetooth. So when you're do when it's tracking your heartbeat and everything, it will do it to the equipment. It'll They'll, they'll sync uh, information with each other. Yeah, so that's cool. It's pretty neat. We are we are coming up in the world with the technology. Yes. I'm telling you, so especially you can, as it relates to health and wellness. I think it, uh-huh. I think they're doing a much better job. But when you said you like to track your information, I'll go into the health app sometimes and look and see. 
did I meet my goals here? Did I, what happened here? I dropped off for like three days, you know, and yeah. it kinda, that kind of helps keep me motivated. But you know, who's my biggest competition is myself. Yeah. Like yeah. every day I'm like, I got to get to close these rings. I don't care what Angie's doing or nobody <laughs> yeah. it's all that's yourself. on my list. Yeah. It's more about me. I have to close my rings. I love it. So if it's 1150 and the ring needs one more stand go, then I'm going to stand up. Of course. To yeah. make sure I get that <laughs> goal. get the ring. Because I'm going to get it. Oh, that's, because that's you're, probably, yeah, you're probably competitive with yourself, too, as far as the challenges that they do on there. Like, you want those little challenge awards that they give yes. you. The you're like, up. okay, 30-day challenge. You got it. I'm going to get Sometimes it. Sometimes I think they cheat me, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't make no December, but I'm like, I'm going to make January. Yeah. So. Gotcha. <laughs> Mine will do that, too. It'll pop up and say, only, you know, 400 steps to go to get your badge yeah. whatever and you're like oh great now okay. I gotta walk around the house let me just take a little walk real quick so of the goals that you set for yourself and it sounds like there were quite a few some of them were probably easier to accomplish and some probably proved to be more challenging can you give us an example maybe of some of the things that you found to be easier and some of the things you found to be more difficult I think um, going to the gym five days a week a week? I think that would be difficult for anyone. Were you about to say easy? That was easy. Oh, oh. my gosh. <laughs> because of the friends again. It was yeah. more because of the, I was more excited to see the people there because of their support and how they were. How great is that? Yes. That that's a, that must be a pretty um, great environment to be around. Yes. Just, yeah. So what were the difficult ones then? I can only imagine. that. I'm going to guess. <laughs> let me guess. I'm going to guess that those are the ones where it's just between you and you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so drinking soda okay. was the most difficult. I, yes. I used to drink at least two to three Fantas a day. Yes. Okay. And actually, my friends kind of had this intervention to tell me <laughs> that sodas was bad. Yeah. Yes. And I was upset. Right. Like, no matter I how much you're working out, soda is bad. Yes. Right? And but I thought because I'm working out so hard, uh-huh. it's gonna counteract. Of course. And 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 I wouldn't lose. I wasn't losing weight and stuff. And they like, well, what is it? I'm like, I don't know why I'm not losing weight or why I only lost a half a pound sure. or whatever. I'm yeah. like, I don't know what's going on. And one day we was talking. Somehow I mentioned Fanta's and everybody like stopped, like and snapped what? their head. Yeah. <laughs> You're drinking what? And I'm like, but it's only 78 grams of sugar. Yeah. <laughs> so they and then it went from there. And they was like, you need to try something else and. But I wasn't hearing it. I was yeah. like, whatever. Nope. I'm not giving up sodas. I, I've been on sodas for my whole sure. life. Sure. Yeah. And you know what? That's a generational thing because, yeah. and, and I, I'm speaking from experience again, I don't know what everyone's family is like, but we grew up, That was a that's a standard thing. It's a that, staple that, that you had. Kids got to drink all the time. And then when I first moved out on my own, that's the drink I ordered every time I was any restaurant, mm-hmm. any drive-through. Yeah. And it was, it's only somewhat recently in my own life, I say somewhat recently, but maybe 15 years ago where I started considering, should I be drinking soda? And that, what's funny is if you don't drink soda now, you probably see people drinking soda. I do, like wanna, friends of mine. You want to warn like, them? Oh man, how are you drinking that? You know, it's so funny how we or go. Or if you have one every once in a while, the sweetness, you're just like, oh wow. Yes. Actually, the day we had this talk. The next day I stopped drinking sodas. Wow. And that was over two years ago. Did you, so you haven't really drank soda at all since? I haven't drank any soda since. Oh, Good for wow. you. Good Not for you. you. Good it for you. It doesn't offer you any nutritional benefit whatsoever. No. It's so like, what's it's like drinking the candy. sense? Yeah. yeah. What is the sense? You might as well have a, a piece of candy. Exactly. So you, you said that was your, <laughs> one of your ago. more difficult ones. Did mm-hmm. you just find yourself sort of craving it? 
No, I just wanted it every day because that's what I did. I just think with food, you should have a soda. Yeah. I, yeah. It, wasn't it was a else. habit. It yeah. was yeah. just a habit. And it was well, just yeah. one hard to try to break. And sure. then people knew I like sodas. So when they saw the one liter Fanta, somebody will put one on my desk. Oh. Like, what do I do? Do I drink it? Because they put it on the desk for me. Because you didn't want to offend them. Yeah. <laughs> like people at work and stuff. Oh. But just, they didn't know that I wasn't nice. yeah. sodas. They, but they knew I lo- like out the blue ones. And the green ones. Oh, they, killing me. Oh. Killing me. <laughs> 78 grams of sugar and 86 grams. I knew the nutritional value of yeah. it. But yeah. But I was just thinking, I'll just work that hard in the gym. Yeah, balance yeah. it out. Oh, well, good and, for you, though. And how long after you stopped did you start seeing some some weight loss? Uh, really soon. Really like, quick, right? Probably in the next month. I know. It's crazy how fast it happens. Yeah. It's just when, when you take that away, that's the one thing that I tell people. First thing. Out of everything, just stop drinking soda. Yeah, stop drinking soda, and and that's it. That's the that's it. That's all we need to focus on right now. Don't yeah. even drink more water. I don't care. Just stop drinking soda. <laughs> right, and I I know you're the health and wellness coach here, but even for me, I tell people that too. If you want a quick and easy way, so, because some people are not going to work out, they're not going to do all the other things that are beneficial to do. That's one you can just do. And if you can do it, it's going to make a difference. You'll see right some away. change right away, even if mm-hmm. you don't work out or do anything. That's right. So you've you've accomplished a lot of goals that you should be proud of. Is there one in particular that you're most proud of? When I hit the 100 pound loss, that was the that's most it. like the one that I was just like, ah, I've arrived. Oh yeah, like that I'm on it. I'm on my track, and I'm I'm there. Right. You know, just now finish the course. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like you on a on a track, and you can see where you're going but you don't see the finish line but yeah. you're there sure. so you know that if you just keep going you're going to hit the finish line right. so that's how I feel yeah I could see it that's, that's awesome that's amazing do you remember when you hit that no. roundabout <laughs> <laughs> she's like you're well it's in why the past are you? Now, it's in the past though. baby we're going forward that's right okay because it just went so fast after that like then I started I lost more I ended up losing 140 so far total wow. so it was like yeah. You know, because I went up and down and then, like I said, trying different stuff. Like I tried intermittent fasting, but then I gained weight on that yeah. versus losing weight. Yeah. So then I, you know, kind of went up and then went back down. Right. Yeah. With your sickle cell, what improvements have you seen in that as far as um, changing up everything? In the last year, last year, I was not hospitalized at all. Um, oh, the wow. last hospital was on my birthday um, in 2018. Yeah. So... From the whole 2019, I may have had a crisis here and there, but it wasn't serious enough to go to the hospital. This is amazing. So most of it is like I can manage it at home. I take about 20, I was taking about 22 pills a day. I remember talking to you about that. That was another (laughs) thing that I I wanted to do. I wanted to really just focus on the 60 metal and not really be on diabetes medicine and high blood pressure Mm -hmm. medicine. So I wanted to find a way that whatever I can do to help alleviate 22 pills a day, yeah. then I'm going to try to do that. So I'm hoping, you know, when I do go to my physical this year, mm-hmm. that more medicines get taken away from me. That sure. is a great goal. I'd be surprised and, if they don't. Yeah, I'm sure you will have some taken away. That's amazing. And I think that's a good message to kind of take away from this for anybody listening that does have sickle cell and maybe is in and out of the hospital a lot to kind of look at your your personal health, right? Like what are you doing that could make it, or what are you not doing that could make a difference in you being in and out of the hospital like that? I mean, we know you're still going to, you have the episodes sometimes that's going to happen. Um, but we have living proof right here. Look, 
a year not in the hospital. Um, come on, something's up with that, right? And then sometimes when I do feel like like my legs hurt or my arms hurt, I'll still go to the gym. And my friends like, you need to go home. But I feel like it's more therapeutic for me. It and is. And then sometimes it helps to calm the pain. Yeah. You know? Well, so the natural endorphins, not- right? Yes. Yeah. And then it also um, re- just probably takes your mind off of it too. So you're not focusing on the pain as much. I think that probably. Because when I go home, all I do is take medicine, eat and sleep. Yeah. Pretty much that's it. And like, I, like if I'm, if I'm down, I'm down for days. Yeah. And I usually just eat and usually something fast food because I'm like, Hey, somebody just bring me something. Right. And they'll stop at McDonald's or Chick-fil-A or something and just bring me something and I'll eat it and go right back to sleep. And I'll, I could sleep for days. Oh yeah. Sure. Cause it really like takes a toll on you. Yep. So, um, what goals have you set for yourself this year in two, 2020? Lots of them or a few? I said lots. <laughs> <laughs> Did I you always... do the whole 20 for 20 no, goals? No, no, because no, that no. was a lot of people doing that, like 20 goals for t- 2020. No, I, I, my goals are more different than more, most people goals. Okay. Um, I'm not comfortable in my body yet. Like, mm-hmm. I'm excited. I know I've lost weight and everything, but I yeah. wear a jacket 24-7, seven days a week, hot, cold, it doesn't Ugh, matter. girl. And a lot of times <laughs> when I go to work, I can wear the same shirt every day. Nobody, nobody would know because you got a jacket on. I can on. wear the same <laughs> shirt to church. Nobody would know. And everybody thought, I was like, take the jacket off. Can I see what your shirt looked like today? Oh, that's a pretty shirt. Yes, it's pretty. I know. I would. <laughs> you know, but I won't. So one of my goals is to stop wearing my jacket. Okay. So, so that's more of just kind of an inner, getting yourself into an inner confidence and working on your self-esteem. Yes. All right. And then I want to lose 50 more pounds. Okay. Okay. And I want to be able to do pull-ups. No. Oh, that's a great goal. I don't think I can do pull-ups. Well, and and pull-ups for women, especially because we don't have as strong, it's our physiques, you know? So it's really hard for women with upper body strength. But that is a great goal. That is, and you don't, if you're like me, you don't even care if it's one. You're like, I did it. Right. (laughs) I'm starting with one, baby. You know what I love about some of your goals? You, you almost are purposely wiggling outside of your comfort zone. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, you know that, and I, I feel like that's where the biggest and best changes happen for people's lives is outside the comfort zone. So forcing yourself to do that, that's commendable. That's what I think most of us struggle with you know, more than anything else. Setting goals for ourselves that are, are outside our comfort that, zone. Right, right, exactly. You know, Because usually they were like, eh. But okay. I also set goals for other people too. Oh, do you? <laughs> Especially like at the gym, I feel like if you've been going to the gym for a year, you shouldn't still be using the same two pound weights. Let's no. go to three or let's right. go to four. So a lot of people, if you ever go to the gym, uh-huh. you ask them, I'll be like, we're going to go up and wait this time, right? Right. And I'll, so I say, sometimes I'm like, hey, I might be a little bully when it comes yeah. to work, <laughs> working out, but it's a good bully. It's it not is. one that'll yeah. make well, you know. You see their to... potential though. Yes. You know what I mean? But and they you... do it and they try it. So yeah. That's and the other thing is because you have experienced probably where they are, right? Starting, I'm going to start with these ones right here. Um, you saw the progression and that you know that they can do it, that they've built up enough strength to kind of move on up. It's no pain, no gain. That's, That's right. right. You, you do have to have a little pain when you work you out. You do. That well, I mean, we sure. talk to uh, personal trainers, people that own gyms, and that's what they do. They mm-hmm. they know that you have to keep clicking it up. That's part of the deal. You, you know, got, you got you to give that body something a little different to yeah. start getting used to. But that's to another thing. People get comfortable. They uh-huh. get comfortable in that rhythm. I do this weight every time. 
So it's good that you're making other people do the same thing to challenge yeah. themselves. You'll be a personal trainer there before long. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> No you kind of probably already are, you know, <laughs> you just don't know it yet. You know all the moves and everything to all the classes you go to. You probably have a memorized. I mean, yeah, they're probably looking at you like, what do we do now? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. um, so any tips that you'd like to share for those who may be struggling to reach their own goals? I say educate yourself first. Yeah. You know, especially with certain goals, you need to know what's the outcome, what it takes. And to see if it's something that you can do, because a lot of times we want to try stuff because it works for someone else. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we don't realize that, no, it doesn't work for you. But then, of course, you get upset, you get in a funk, and then sometimes you go back to your old habits yeah. because, oh, well, it worked for Billy. And why did it work for Billy? But it didn't work for Karen. Right. Yeah. So that's Everybody's my thing different. is just educating yourself. That's my first thing. Like, I read a whole bunch like I made books of like exercise books, but it was like just saying, where do I start this? Like how many macros and just learning the different things yeah. to be able to help me. Because so it was probably pretty foreign to you too. When you first start and you're not in this world, right, of health and wellness, it's foreign to you when yes. they start talking about macros, micronutrients, and even your fat protein. Uh, fat percentage your carb percentage like it's all foreign it's like what what right so that was that's a great tip to just do a little bit of educating yourself before you just jump right into something because you have to know if it's going to work for your body i think that's a big motivator for people that may be struggling too because you came from not being in this world at all to all the progress that you've made now largely by I feel like largely by educating yourself and setting your expectation, because if you have unrealistic expectations, like you said, you will, a lot of the times you'll stop and get defeated. And Mm -hmm. we've had some of the personal trainers and such tell us that at least half of getting healthy is in your head. Mm -hmm. So you'll get in your own head. That's why they say don't get on the scale every day, because you'll get in your own head and decide it's just not working you know, if you set an unrealistic goal, it's just not working. So I think that's great advice for somebody just yeah. getting into it, you know, to yeah. make sure you're setting a realistic expectation yeah. of what you can do. Yeah. What a healthy weight loss is, right? Because like you said, a hundred pounds in three months, any of the trainers that you talked to said, that's not realistic at all. Like you're not getting surgery. You're going right. to <laughs> the gym. So tell us what, what have you learned as far as what a healthy weight loss is every week? Two pounds. No yeah. more than two pounds. A yeah. Yeah. Right. Most people, it's closer to like a half. You know, if you don't have excess to lose, it's like half to one. Right. Yeah. Two pounds is a good goal. Yeah. So. It's a, that's an aggressive so goal. No more probably. than two pounds, people. <laughs> don't be going for it. You're going to pass out at the gym. <laughs> so I imagine this is probably a big list, but can you t- tell us? about the people that have encouraged, inspired, or helped support you through your journey or give shout outs? There are so many people. Yep, expected. Because <laughs> yes. there are some people that small things matter too. Sure, mm-hmm. of course. So that's when I say this, it, the list is ginormous. Yeah. yeah. But I will say that there are some people that were pivotal and pinnacle people in, in this to me. Yeah. One would be Nikki Fisk, mm-hmm. which I consider my gym bestie. But she always brought me things to try, like collagen and, oh, let's try the apple cider vinegar in the morning. But it was healthy options versus mm-hmm. me going out buying, you know, weight loss pills. And she's sure. like, no, 
you're not gonna do that or (laughs) (laughs) even when i was telling her about keto she you know the first thing you say well how does it affect your sickle cell this okay did you see how that counteracts with your medicine and so she always would tell me what i needed to hear and not always what i wanted to hear like Mm -hmm. a lot of times i would be mad on the inside but i'll be like okay she cares about you uh yeah she'll be like i'm just telling you but i'm like okay (laughs) you know and then later going back and i'll i'll send her you know text messages and stuff and she'll you know give me tips and stuff and then she also was the first person that was like write down all your food that you're eating in a span of two weeks and let's look over it right and then she helped me find out really what nutrition played in your weight loss and yeah. mm-hmm. what was the macros and carbs versus proteins and fat and like i was so excited when i did the two weeks good and i took it to it and she was like you don't eat enough vegetables i'm like I thought I did good. I I did good. <laughs> you know, and then she was like, no, I mean, you, that's like eating a little spinach. I'm like, okay. So, but I mean, but it ended up helping me. And then when sure. I changed it, yeah. the way she said it, right. I started seeing more weight loss come off oh, in, nice. in the weeks. Yeah. So, so she was right, but it was hard to hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially, yeah. When you get the, um, the food journal critiqued and you think you're doing good, it's like a, and then they're like, eh, a little better over here. And you're like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> that can be a... Uh, um, uh, deterrent? Deterrent sometimes. Yeah. But she, you kept your head up and you kept following her advice. So that's great. All right. Anybody else on your yes. list? So <laughs> next will be Sydney Watson, right. who actually lives not too far from here. Oh, but really? she was the first person that was always on me about, hey, let's lift some weights. You want to lift weights? And every time she was asking me at first, I'd be like, no, 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 no. I'll just do cardio. I'll just uh-huh. do cardio. Right. So she gave me my first like weightlifting workout, and I literally died. I felt like it was 2,000 squats in this one <laughs> exercise. But <laughs> I didn't do it by myself. She actually did it with me. She mm-hmm. made sure my form and my technique was, you know, on point so, so I wouldn't have, hurt myself. Yeah, no injury. So that was all. But she's also one of, you know, a good a, a good person that always cheers me on. Just like Nick and they're like my biggest cheerleaders. Like when I feel down, it's like sometimes they'll say something. I'm like, oh, okay. It's oh, not as bad great. as I think it is because right. other people see me. You know, versus me seeing myself all the time. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. yeah. And then I have Ryan, who was my f- first kind of like accountability partner. We took classes together. Then he moved on to weightlifting. And he's always say, you need to lift weights. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I won't. I won't. You know, women like to stay away from the weights for some reason. We think we're going to get big and bulky. Yes. You know, we just talked about that earlier. We're not gonna, we're not gonna, yeah. you're learning that. Right. So he, he also <laughs> helped me even now. He's the one that I, one of my goals this year was to spend. I want to get like 30 minutes on the Stabmaster. Apparently two minutes right now kills me. Uh, yeah. yeah it's a hard he, one. Every day he has been there with me like, okay, come on, let's get on the Stabmaster. So he's one of those people that will take his time right. away from himself to help oh, wow. me. That's so I great. appreciate that about and him. And is he a trainer there? No, is, he's just a friend. Oh, he's he's just, one of my best friends. Yeah. Oh. So many gym best friends. <laughs> How great is that? Now, taking it outside of the gym, do you guys get together outside of the gym at all? Oh, yes. Oh, all good. <laughs> all right. Good. Good. Take it out and, you know, have fun outside the gym, too. So we go we dancing. Can... Um, oh, that's great. We go watch football together. We hang like some of us hang outside to work at each other's houses and do things together. And hopefully in the near future, some of us will be taking trips together. Like I 
one of my goals was if I lose weight, I want to go to Vegas. So a couple of my oh, core fun. girlfriends from the gym, we're supposed to go to Vegas together. So. Oh, when, oh, when are we March. going? This year? Or yes, supposed this year? to be March. Okay. Oh, nice. oh, exciting. If we can find cheap tickets. So yeah. anybody know tickets cheap, let us know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we somebody shared a site with us. A, a site with us yeah a site with us or an app with us didn't they For, I don't remember what it was though I'll see if I can find it and yeah. share it with you um, so tell us what you oh do you have any more shout outs before I go yeah so you're gonna get me in trouble <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> but the last two that I would really say um, as far as like at the gym is one is AJ Jennings which he's also um, works there but also Sherry LaRosa she works there too she's the mm-hmm. Magic dancers, um, coach, but those two always take the time out to make sure my measurements are done. So they measure oh, me every month, six week, whatever I ask them to do. Right. There's never been a time when they like, no, they always help me to see the progress and see it in a good way versus getting on the mm-hmm. scale every day because, yeah, I'm, I could be losing, but yeah, I'm gaining muscle at the same time. Sure. So taking the time out to do that to me, they were so important in this for me because I when I see that on paper then nobody can't tell yeah. me nothing else it's measurable yeah I'm like oh my gosh I went from this to this because one of the um things at the gym is called the in body right mm-hmm. so AJ does it for me and when I first started told him I needed to lose like 125 pounds of fat right and then it went to 88 but then as I told you when I tried keto it went back up to 100 and then as now I'm down to like 57 so yeah, that's Seeing great. It, yeah, the Seeing number it goal, yeah. it just does something. It well, makes that's because it's motivating. The, that's real. That's 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 the, real data. That's math. Mm-hmm. That's science. Nobody can debate that. So yeah. I get that. Now you you won a pretty cool award at the um, at the RDV at one point. You were recognized as something <laughs> oh, at the, the RDV. The MVP. I think I forgot. MVP of the week. <laughs> MVP of the week. That's awesome. That's yeah. a big gem to get picked yeah. for something so, like that. So how do you get picked for that? Just being an inspiration. Like, and then if somebody else sees you, they can nominate you. So I don't, you know, know how it happened, but yeah, I'm there pretty much all the time. And I think a lot of people know who I am by now. <laughs> yeah. But isn't it nice to be recognized as somebody that is motivating others? Yes. Like so somebody took their time out to go and say, I want to nominate Karen because yeah. of whatever wonderful thing they said about you and then you got this cool award you yeah. know i mean i call it an award i think it's an award <laughs> just a facebook post that i don't care to me that's an award okay <laughs> they celebrate those accomplishments. that's right celebrate them so karen tell me what you've learned about yourself during this transformation or what you're still learning about yourself i'm learning that i'm resilient yeah that i'm a lot stronger than what i thought I was right and that I did not allow sickle cell or any of my illnesses to be a crutch or to Mm -hmm. be an excuse and then that if I just put in the work that it will show yeah so that was what it took me to learn how to trust the process and once I trust the process then I could go all in and then the return on my investment will be rewarding and will be profitable in weight loss yeah, sure. I love it. I love it. And you'll you'll live a, a nice, long, healthy life, yes, right? At the end of the day, is mind over matter. It's true. That's, that's a good quote to steal from this. Write that down right now. So as we're wrapping up, are there any organizations that you help support, like through volunteering or donations that you'd like to mention? You do the Jingle Run 
every year, right? Yes. And so the Jingle Run at the RDV helps support the Boys and Girls Club. The Boys and Girl, Girls Club. And I don't know if they do anything else throughout they the do, year um, there. In March 5th, they're having the Movers and Shakers, which I think um, is the 100% proceeds goes to the Homeless Coalition. Yes, oh, nice. that's right. Yes. That's right. Are you going to be at the Movers and Shakers? I already got my ticket. Okay, so then that's oh. what you support, baby. <laughs> and and we because we talked about um, local gyms that get involved in the community. We love to see that. And as members, you're getting involved with whoever they've picked to support because you're coming to the event. You're paying yeah. for your ticket. So that's giving back to your community. So but I love amazing. it too that it's 100% proceeds. So that was a, I like when a it good says thing that. when it's 100%. So you know that it's not about them. It's actually about the community. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's what we like to look for too. Yeah. Like if you're giving all of the money that you earn to a certain organization, yeah, that's, that's how it's supposed to be done. I agree. Well, you know what? I think you've given our listeners a lot of great tips for how they can succeed on their goals. I mean, you have crushed your goals, girl. Just I was showing Dan the picture of your before and after. We talked about this before of um, one year that you ran the 5K compared to this 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 past year, which was just a month ago, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, your transformation is amazing. Yeah. And it's, you. you look wonderful. You look like you're just gaining some muscle. And... Um, there it is. <laughs> Whoop, there it is. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm inspired by you. And from what I understand, a lot of other people are too. So mm-hmm. thank you for taking the time to come sit and chat with us. This has In been our studio. This has been a perfect fit for our whole uh, theme in January yeah. of trying to set your goals for the year. Thank you all for having me. You are welcome. Absolutely. It's my pleasure and also an honor. Oh, well, thank you. And same here. Absolutely. All right, guys, that wraps it up for our community call out. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with the information station. So hang tight. Are you ready to elevate your health and wellness? Burn Boot Camp Apopka is here to help you take it to the next level. Burn Boot Camp is so much more than just another gym. They are a community of strong, empowered individuals who are all about encouraging one another to be their best. 45 minutes at a time. Burn Boot Camp offers personal training in a group setting, personalized nutrition and education, unlimited 45-minute camps per week, and even complimentary child watch. Start elevating your health today by signing up for your free 14-day test drive at burnbootcamp.com forward slash apopka-fl or stop in and check it out. You can find them at 528 South Hunt Club Boulevard right here in Apopka. And if you stop in, make sure to tell them that you heard about Burn from It's All Fine and Danji. You can also hear more about Burn Boot Camp by listening to episode 42. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Information Station. We hope you enjoyed that inspirational interview with Miss Karen Smith. She was great. That we did, yes. Yeah. She, she has... Uh, set some goals and reached them and exceeded them and just keeps on going. She is incredibly inspiring. Truly inspiring. Yep. Definitely. But it's something that she talked about when we were um, during the interview that I thought was interesting was that she made this big old book before she really even got started kind of on her health and wellness journey. Did tracking all the research and trying yeah, to figure she was it like out. Researching yeah. what she should eat, what kind of exercises. I mean, she said she has like a binder. Yeah. Right. And I thought that how important that is because there's so many fads out there, right? There's so many, oh, you lose weight quick, do this quick, do this quick. And really being healthy about it, it shouldn't be that quick, right? It didn't come on that quick, especially if you're focused on weight. Yeah. Then it shouldn't go off that quick. 
Right. Right. Oh, really? So I I didn't know that. It's like we talked about it, like half a pound to a pound a week. Oh, that's the safe measure. I think I remember you telling me this. Yeah. Is a a healthy goal. Sometimes it'll be a little higher if you have a little more weight to lose. But but usually that is a, a good, healthy weight loss, right? And we talk about these fads. You know, there's so many different ways to eat, right? You know, we can call them diets. When you think of the word diet, you think of those first three letters. You're yeah, going to die, it sounds, right? It sounds it like a terrible thing. sound good. So there's different ways to eat. You know, there's keto, paleo, the Mediterranean, vegetarian, vegan, low-fat, low-carb. I mean, we could go on and on and on, couldn't we? We could, definitely. Like, literally, you could go on and on. But you need to find the way of eating that works for you, not for someone else. That's true. And that takes trial and error, right? That does take trial and error. But what I was thinking, especially since we talked to Karen and she has sickle cell anemia, right? Yeah, so right? she, I was thinking you've got to um, not just think about what your goals are, but think about what your current health is, right? Are you, are you facing any health issues? Do you have high cholesterol, high blood pressure? Yeah. You know, do you have diabetes? Like, do you have anything that's inherited, like an autoimmune disease? Like, you've got to take yourself into account, your actual health into account before yeah. you dive into something. All those variables that are different for everyone. They're different for everyone. We're all unique, right? So the way we eat should be unique as well. Agreed. Yeah. Um, it, it, there's no cookie cutter way for anybody to eat. And we've all tried it. Look, right. We've all tried it. We've done the plant paradox, sure. which works great for inflammation and, you know, but it's an extreme, right? It's, yeah. It was a little challenging for me that one because there's so much you have to remove from your diet. Yeah. I don't doubt it's that very it works. Restrictive. It's yeah. very restrictive. I mean, there's proof that it works. There's proof that keto works. There's yeah. proof that paleo works, sure. but not, they're not for everyone. So you've really got to do your research and find out kind of where you should start, you know? Right. And my suggestion, my suggestion is that people don't start extreme, right? Yeah. You know what I always usually suggest, unless it's something you're re- really trying to tackle, um, is to do it slowly. Yeah. Kind of Work in your increments way. so yep. that you get that confidence and you move on to something else, just like working out. You're sure. not going to try to... You know, you're not going to push out 100 push-ups tomorrow when you start, right? Sure. Right? Yeah. But I think, you're going to do as many as you can, and you're going to move on to the next day. Yeah, and progression is hard for people like me, so I'm glad you brought this up, because yeah. it, you, if you don't put that in your head, like if I... I think uh, we recently interviewed someone that was talking about how sitting down and doing a project that you can have completed by the time you stand back up, right. that that is so my speed. But you, when it comes to your health, you have to go in for the long haul. Yeah, and that's the other thing. You have to think long-term. And most people, when they're starting a you know their health and wellness journey from a resolution or a goal that they set, especially is usually related to weight. You know, like yeah. I want to lose weight. I sure. want to lose weight. But really sit down and think long term, not just the short term. Like, yeah. what do you want the way that you're eating to affect in the long haul? Yeah. You know, so set the, I would say, write the long term goals before you even write the short term goals. Yeah, that's true because that, the short term goals are going to be weight loss if you're eating, starting right. to eat healthy. And there's steps along, those short term goals are probably going to be steps along the way to that long term goal anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see them first. Yeah, that's right. Um, 
you know, and that kind of goes goes with that whole body approach yeah. of you know holistic, holistic and yeah. alternative medicine is you know take your whole body into account sure. before you are you a high stress person then probably starting a very restrictive type diet is not going to be great for you. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just kidding. I know why you're looking at me. <laughs> yeah. So your diet should really improve your health for the long term and maybe even the condition that you have. So my suggestion would be anybody that does have some sort of um, diagnosed condition to kind of sit with your doctor first. Yeah. See kind of what they believe the best options are. That's a good idea. Then maybe meet with a nutritionist, registered dietitian. Sure. Because they can really help you to kind of get on the right track. Yeah. Or a health and wellness coach. Absolutely. Like you. Um, But, you know, I that kind of even speaks to, and I say that a lot, that speaks to, but that really just... Indeed. That adds... (laughs) (laughs) I hate repeating this. But that kind of adds to, you know, Karen's, uh, the, the how impressive it is of Karen's journey because... She didn't do those things. Maybe she didn't have the resources or even know to you. That's who you should start with. And she did it herself just by educating herself on all this stuff and research and yeah. research and study and printing. Yeah. And you could tell she's very smart about all of that yeah. stuff now. And some of hers was trial and error yeah. and listening to the advice of others. Yes. You indeed. know, so she would try it and. If it didn't work for her, move on. That's perseverance, know? though, which yes. that is one of the critical components of success in anything you do. Yeah, because if if somebody tells you to do something that doesn't work for what you're thinking it's going to work for, right? Most people give up, but she has not given she's up. She's not given up, and, and Dang, not she's that got she some good goals. Oh, doesn't she? And um, not that she really talked too much about failing along the way, but she talked about those bumps in the road, mm-hmm. but. You know, I wish I had a good quote here because there are so many stories of the most successful people that you know of that none of them did it without failures along the way. And some of them were cataclysmic failures and they just kept on going. Well, one of the things that I thought was proof that the way she's living now is improving her overall long-term goals is the fact that that one year she said like she was in the hospital so many weeks out of the year. I don't remember the exact number, but it was an enormous amount. It was, yes. A lot of times. you know, her condition. And now that she's been on the track of health and wellness, yeah. she hasn't even been in the Keep hospital. It's amazing. Hospital. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that, I mean, that the proof is in the pudding, as they that's say. Right, right there, that is the proof. Yes, that definitely is the proof. But anyway, well, that's, that's awesome. just kind of my tidbit. Right well, there. you know what I'm going to talk about? That's great information. And I'm going to talk a little bit about hmm. the gadgets that she had on her wrist. Oh, yeah. She has gadgets. And because I noticed that Karen is one of the first people I have ever seen that wears an Apple Watch and a Fitbit. And I know why she's wearing both of them. Uh, it seems like something I would do. So I just want to give a little bit of information around the Fitbit and the Apple Watch. Because if you are looking to increase your health this year, these fitness trackers are extremely helpful for this because they will notify you when it's time for you to stand up, when it's time for you to Mm -hmm. breathe, when it's time for you to move a little more if you're going to meet your goal for the day. And they give you a track record of the success that you've made even before you can physically see it on your body. So if you're the kind of person that likes to keep the boxes checked, which a lot of us are, it's that gamification thing. They're really good at it. And I guess I just want to give a little bit of information around the differences between them because the Apple Watch is the most popular smartwatch on the planet now. And of course, I'm an Apple guy, so I'm all about it. But the Fitbit, the new Fitbit fitness tracker is also 
a really good fitness tracker too. And the price difference is becoming somewhat nominal. Like you can pick up an Apple Watch Series 3 for about 300 bucks right now. The smaller size one, you can pick up a Fitbit for somewhere around 160 bucks right now. The big differences are if you... If you have an iPhone, you can get an Apple Watch. If you don't have an iPhone, your Apple Watch, it won't work. It won't work with Android at all. So that is a requirement. Yeah. So if you're an Android user, then right away, you want to be looking for a Fitbit. But otherwise, they are very similar. The Fitbit battery lasts for about three days. The Apple Watch battery only lasts for about a day. But an Apple Watch is like a full-blown computer. It's got apps. It's got... um, you can take all of your phone calls on it, your text messages. You can respond to your text messages. You can check your reminders and your notes and your contacts. and Pretty much do everything on it. Pretty much everything. <laughs> in reality, nobody does because it's very inconvenient, but you will find yourself using it for text messages. You absolutely will find it for useful for seeing who's calling you because you can look at your wrist. And so there's some of those things that are really come in handy. Well, it's really great too when you go for a jog or a walk or something, you can hook your headphones to it, pair them up and you don't have to take your phone. Right. So if you have Bluetooth headphones, which Mm -hmm. a lot of people have, you can play your Apple music from your watch and leave your phone at home. Those kinds of things are awesome. Now, although you can't do that with a Fitbit, you know, you can still do all of the same stuff that an Apple watch can do as it relates to fitness and elevation and heart tracking and um, steps steps and motion. Mm -hmm. There's no GPS on the uh, Fitbit, but For a lot of people, that doesn't matter. So if I were to sort of boil this down to one or two sentences, the Apple Watch has everything and the kitchen sink, as they say. Uh But a lot of people don't want the kitchen sink. But you know what I like about the Fitbit? Um, You can wear that one to sleep because you got me Fitbit when I first started. Yes, it's a sleep tracker. And it... Because the battery lasts for so long, exactly. you can sleep in it, and and it's it was a little more comfortable to sleep to in sleep than in. I think the Apple Watch is not as it's comfy. a little big for that. And yeah. and although Apple is, uh, they just invested in a company that puts uh, that uh, actually they bought a company that has this weird sort of strap cushion thing that goes around your bed, so you don't have to wear your watch at night, and it tracks your sleep, and that tracking will go into your watch. Um, but that's not out yet. So if you want to track your sleep, and I remember when I had a Fitbit, that is a very cool thing to do because it'll show you that you really didn't get as much sleep as you thought, or maybe you did. Yeah, or when you moved and yep, had like that's the how restless time. I think that's really important because I do too. you know sleep is why a lot of people do hold on weight or just can't seem to get unstressed because they're not getting in that deep REM sleep. Exactly. And but one thing I wanted to mention in closing about this is that. One of the reasons, I guess the big reason that Karen is wearing both of them is for those challenges and competitions with friends. So if you're getting ready to buy a fitness tracker and you're on the fence on which one to get and you have a community of support system around you that also do the workouts, your most important thing you should look at right away is what are they using for a fitness tracker? Because if they're all using Fitbits, you can't do challenges with them if you get an Apple yeah, Watch and vice versa. If they all have Apple Watches, you can't do challenges with them. And I know it sounds hokey, but when those challenges come in and it says, all right, you know, 10 people, you've all been invited mm-hmm. and it's a friend of yours and it's to see who's the first one to get 10,000 steps this week or whatever it is, it's really cool because it will notify you and say, okay, now you're in second place. Oh, you're back in first. Oh, now you're in third. And it's a motivator to keep you trying to achieve that health goal, even if you're not hanging around with your friends yeah. physically at the time. You could do it from other sides of the planet even. So it's very cool. And that motivates Karen. 
And that's why she's wearing them both, because now she can wear the Apple Watch she wants, but she can also do the Fitbit so she can have those competitions with her friends. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that was what I want to talk about. Yeah, because that's great. It's the techie stuff, of, of course. Of course. I love when you share the techie stuff, although I hear about it every day. I know. So well, I might be able to tell people about that. I don't well, know. You signed up for it now. <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> All right, High five. Guys. High five. All right, guys. Well, that wraps the information station. That wraps the show for this week. Thanks again for joining us, as we always say. Uh, if you'd like to email us, you can do so at feedback at fineanddangy.com or... You can call us at 407-490-3899. And remember, call in and let us know what your 2020 goals are, because that's what this whole month is all about. Indeed. We want to hear. Yes, and we'd love to read those on yeah. the air. And of course, you can find us on all social media, Fine and Dangy. And definitely, if you like the show, please give us a rating. We yes. love ratings. Ratings help us. And I will say- It helps I, us. Moving on up. <laughs> there, we got a new song in. There you go. <laughs> well, so um, also, while you mentioned that, I didn't mean to interrupt, but while you mentioned that, I wanted to say big thank you to those of you that are out there listening. We've seen a pretty big uptick in people liking and being interested in yes. the podcast in the past couple of weeks. It's kind so, of exciting when you see that. Yeah, I can't thank you guys enough for your support. And, uh, you know, the more people we can reach, the more people we can help. So yeah. please continue to spread the word. That's right. And um, until next time, guys, remember the end of each and every day. It's, it's all, all fine and dandy. Hey, everybody. Wait. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Or something to remember me by. My sweet Valentine. Is that what she sings? I don't know. What is that?